following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. Welcome back to the big leagues, Kyle Isbell. Yeah, really. Welcome back. So much for that trip down. Didn't last long. Thank goodness. Triple A for uh, two and a half weeks. He comes back after playing two games with the Royals. Goes to Triple A. Comes back with Adalberto Montesi being placed on uh, 10 day. Which is going to be longer. I was going to call it the waiting list. Oh, boy. But uh, it, he's out indefinitely right now after tearing up his ACL. And he's been placed on the 10-day, but, you know, it's indefinite. It, we don't know how long he's going to be out. Maybe it's more Royals just trying to disguise him being out. For, I don't know why it would matter anyway, but yeah. he's out. And it's no surprise he's out. This is the fourth time in the last five years he's had a significant injury. But welcome to the game. We're starting early because we got out of the Royals late. I'm just like, Sage, I know it's early, but let's play that news. Let's let's do that weather, and let's get to the show because we got a jam-packed show that I've had to cut out a little bit and save some for tomorrow because we have so many great things going on. But we're with you for an hour. Welcome to the show. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G. Sage Williams officially running the board, but Big Steve will be joining us in the next segment because in the next segment, it is our yearly ritual. We are doing our draft because it is day one, round one in the NFL draft, starting at 7 o'clock tonight. ESPN, NFL Network, but it's coming from Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. We are doing our fast food restaurant draft, four rounds, four (laughs) picks each. There's going to be five of us. And there's going to be some bad blood, I feel like. I feel like there's going to be some... Some hate, some bad blood, some some words exchanged. I just, for whatever reason, I think it's going to be Troy. Thrown sodas. Yeah. Flying grease. I just feel like you're going to have a tough time with this because of people are going to be making the picks that you wanted, and you're going to go, oh, I wanted that one. There's going to be animosity tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it would be nice if I could just pick, like, the regionals and be okay with some of these things. Uh, but, now you we're know, going all over, baby. Right? Well, but the world is talking about, I have the first overall pick. The world's talking about... What is my selection going to be? It has been hotly debated on Twitter, Facebook, Insta. People have been like, what's Mitch going to do? Now, it seems like the popular pick out there, if you look at the mock drafts, Chipotle. Chipotle projected to be the number one overall (laughs) pick. It's up there. That's been the most votes. I've seen a lot of Five Guys, a few Taco Bells, Mm -hmm. Whataburgers, In-N-Outs. Yeah, and you know, the chatter has been... How is Chipotle going to play itself out of the number one pick? And I think it'll be interesting to see what they've done to you personally to take them out of that. You know what I'm saying? But I do want to talk NFL draft to get things started here because the Kansas City Chiefs have themselves a very interesting situation. But I would also say a very comfortable situation. And I think Chiefs fans are just crossing their fingers and hoping Mr. Veach over there at one Arrowhead Drive doesn't screw this up. And that is Kansas City has not one, not two, not three, not four. They have 12. (laughs) They have 12 picks in this year's draft, which is an incredible amount. Back to back to begin with. Yeah, and they have 29 and 30. 29 and 30 are their earliest picks. So 
That's their first round picks, and they're only doing the first round today. Uh, Kansas City and the Jaguars both have 12 picks in this draft, so both have uh, a lot of leverage on their side to work out some deals. So what we heard lately, and let's remember as well, a reason why they do have a bunch of picks, Tyreek Hill trade, not only getting them some more picks for this year, but also that'll turn into some extra picks for next year. So Kansas City will also be stocked up in 2023. But if you're just expecting Kansas City as a Chiefs fan, you're just expecting Kansas City go 29 and 30, stick with those picks. Yeah, you're going to be tuning in kind of late. We're talking after 10 o'clock. It's going to be late. Maybe 11 o'clock. You never know how these, how these things go. Yeah. It's going to be late mm-hmm. by the time these picks are made. I would suggest getting there a little bit early for this draft to see the Chiefs make some picks because there's a really good chance that Kansas City might decide to trade up. As, tra- uh, trade up. as a matter of fact, Sports Illustrated's Albert Breer has reported and this was a couple of days ago, that the Chiefs have already been talking to multiple teams in the 20s and also in the late teens about trading up. They've talked to the Giants. They've talked to the Dallas Cowboys. They've talked to a bunch of folks. Working out some deals, setting some things up before the draft, so if an occasion does make itself pop up, aware that the Chiefs could jump up, make a trade, and get somebody they need to get that they can't wait on any longer, they're going to do so. So it's really no secret. I mean, Kansas City, there are two big needs when it comes to a first-round type of draft pick. They're looking at wide receiver and edge rusher, maybe safety, replacing Tyron Matthew, but it's it's mostly edge rusher opposite Frank Clark, and also they're still looking for that big replacement that would uh, that would be added to like the big core three with a couple of pickups, the hyphenated last names that they got, and uh, who's going to be that next big name for Kansas City as a wide receiver replacing Tyreek Hill. So here is the scenario I kind of see things after doing a bunch of studying. So if Kansas City decided to trade up and go mid-first round or in the 20s of the first round, here is what they're looking at at wide receiver. At wide receiver, it's going to be pretty much impossible in their position to go after Garrett Wilson of Ohio State, Drake London of USC, Jamison Williams would be sort of tough to get in that first round unless they really got greedy and went after. That would be a big trade that they would have to put together, a big trade to jump up that far. Right now when it comes to the mock draft, if you look at like Mel Kuyper's big board on who would be – maybe the most likely get for Kansas City. You're looking at Chris Olave of Ohio State, which in my opinion, that would be a very solid pick. I mean, he's been around 800 receiving yards, 900 receiving yards in the last couple of years, and he was great for Ohio State all of this last year. If you don't go him, you go Traylon Burks of Arkansas, a bigger guy, 6'2", 225. So you, here's what you're looking at here. Now, if they were to wait, they still have some, of course, great receivers waiting there as well. There's a decent amount of wide receivers picked in the first round of the draft. But if you go between Traylon Burks and Chris Olave, you're looking at, all right, do I go with the shorter, linkier, quicker wide receiver with Chris Olave, or am I going with Burks? Do I go bigger, stronger, not as fast, but still great hands and long legs. Long legs does have long legs, but long arms as well. So that is right now the scenario right now for Kansas City. Most likely, if they're looking at mid-teens 
into the 20s for the first round. One of the things that intrigues me about the number of draft picks they have, you're talking about a team right now that is ranked among the top five in most outlay dollars coming up this season because of the contract to Patrick Mahomes, of course. So salary cap is an issue. If you're able to score big in this draft, even if you're able to convert, say, nine of those 12 picks into guys who wind up on your roster next year, you have gone above and beyond if you're the Chiefs. You have been blessed with a heck of a draft. I'm intrigued to see how that plays out uh, with their picks now going forward. Mm-hmm. I want fast, fast guys. I don't want big guys. You got a big guy, Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill's not a big guy. No, we want fast, True. fast. What the fast guy? Whoever's the fastest well, guy. And and that's been a, such a big part, not only of their offense, but of many teams' offense. It's why San Diego for so many years was good with tight ends across the middle as well. If you're able to put teams into a situation where you're having to have a tight end covered by a linebacker, Look out. You're going to win. Especially if they're a fast line, uh, fast tight end. Right. Now, of course, you know, the, the draft is really unpredictable. Everybody has those mock drafts out there. That's just going by projections. Like, if things played out the way they're supposed to be, that's the way the things would play out. That's where Kansas City could jump in the middle of the draft, get a little bit aggressive. They'll probably, if they want wide receiver first round, they'll probably be have to be a little bit more aggressive than if they were to go defensive end edge rusher now you're going to probably see a couple of edge rushers go in the first five picks of this draft Aiden Hutchinson is if you look at a certain mock drafts he's probably projected to go number one uh Kayvon Thibodeau of Oregon is also up there to go in the first five Trayvon Walker of Georgia also projected in going to the first five first six picks and then it drops off a little bit that you jump to the middle of the first round and maybe if Kansas City does decide want to get aggressive, go after Jermaine Johnson of Florida State, who had 11.5 sacks last year, a dominant edge rusher for a not-so-solid team, but he was a highlight key player for the Seminoles last year. And then it's kind of like the same situation for wide receivers. After that middle, and what I just talked about with the two wide receivers in the middle of the first round for, uh, of the first round of the draft, after that, you, Kansas City spot the way things are graded out could probably stay home at 29 and 30 and still get a wide receiver and edge rusher back to back and be pretty happy with their picks. But the way things have been reported, what's been talked about, all the talking heads, what they've been saying, Kansas City's looking to make a move. Troy mentioned off air, and I'll let Troy, if you want to talk about it, the other move they can make with their picks. The, the other move would be to. Pull like many teams have started to do. The Broncos come to mind right now uh, with what they're what they've done here in the past in leading up to the draft, and that is move back, stockpile. You don't necessarily need both of those first round picks. You've got one that you could utilize in the first while trading back with that second one, and not just trading back for this year. You could be putting together picks for next year and the year beyond that and start to stockpile for years down the road uh, rather than uh, having to do everything with 12 picks in this year's draft, including two tonight. That's And, you know, the the kings of that are the New England Patriots. I mean, they've been doing sure. that as a – I mean, that's the, what they do every draft. But 
you go back and you look at some of their drafts, and it's like they've kind of missed on a lot of guys. They've hit yes. on some huge ones, obviously, but there's been some drafts where you go, there's a guy, guy left on the roster from that draft. You know, it's interesting. If you go back to when the Patriots had Scott Pioli in the front office working with Belichick, that was when they had their most success they were with strong. their drafts. They were strong. That was when the drafts worked best for them. Since that point, uh, where it's been so overwhelmingly Belichick-directed, it hasn't worked as well. They've whiffed on some guys big time. Yep. They have really yep. done that. But I think that overall, they understand the worth of a pick. Like a second-round draft pick equals this many points. Let's trade that for two third rounds, and and you're actually gaining something when you draft when you trade that for two picks a little later on. And I think not a it, it's starting to change. Of course, more NFL teams are adopting this idea of you got to give the pick a worth instead of saying I have to have my guy right here right now. They're assigning points to each pick, and I love it. I think it's, a, it's an amazing job they've done. I want to see the, the the Kansas City Chiefs, though. I want to see him take those two first-round picks. It's easier to assign those points now that you know what the money is slotted for right. respective picks right. as well. Where yeah, Back in the day, it was like, <laughs> okay. Welcome to the free-for-all. Ooh-wee. Right. Those yeah, guys, exactly. like, you know, like the... Even when they would sign the guys, so I can think of Carson Palmer as an example mm-hmm. of a guy who was signed before the draft even started. He was making Buku books. Sam Bradford from uh, from Oklahoma signed before the draft, sixty million dollars right. guaranteed. Right, that's not happening anymore. No, and that, I think that helps shake out that like uncertainty a little bit. Well, and it also keeps the draft as at least. Somewhat suspenseful. The league understands that they've got a made-for-TV event right. that is happening, and they don't want to spoil it like they did right. in the past by having and those situations crop up. You know what I think is funny is I do think having it on a Thursday, the just the first round, adds a little bit of a, this could get wonky here. I like it. You notice that the bulk of the Major League Baseball schedule played this afternoon they were I find that very interesting. Yeah. A lot of getaway day games took place this afternoon. Yeah. I attended day three of the 2012 NFL draft. So oh, 10 New years York ago in New York City, I saw Bryce Brown get drafted Ooh. late in the seventh round. Technically out of K-State after playing seven rolling. snaps and kept the streak rolling. <laughs> I waited that all day to watch that happen. Yes. But uh, that was at Music City Music mm-hmm. uh, Radio City Music Hall yep. where maybe a thousand people attended. Was that in the music hall or in the theater? It was in the music hall. In the music hall. Well, okay. I mean, it was, you know, the three-decker. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, yeah. And I was all the way up top. That's maybe. awesome. I love the draft. I used to watch the draft from day one to day three, whatever. Did, did, I loved it. Did you sit... And taunt Jets fans at all? <laughs> no. Dang. And See, with but, the first pick of the draft, but, but right Jets next to each other, fullback. <laughs> he did get booed. He did get booed. The commish. He got booed. Roger Goodell. He was there. I saw him. Per- now Uh-oh. I did see two people sitting right next to each other. One was wearing a D Sproles. One was wearing a Josh Freeman jersey. Nice. Right next okay. to each other. I took a picture of it. I wow. have it somewhere on Facebook. I'll show it to you guys someday. Wow. Um, here, here's what I think Kansas City should do. Yeah. Trade up, be aggressive, mill the first round, go get Jermaine Johnson. Go edge rusher first. Stay home or trade back in the second round, go get your wide receiver. 
go get your wide receiver. This is a very heavy wide receiver draft. And uh, up front edge rushers, the you know, it, it, there's a little bit of a drop-off after five and six. A little bit of a drop-off after five and six. Go get that edge rusher early, wide receiver, I, late first, early second. I saw two mock drafts today that had Kayvon Thibodeau at a 13 or 15. That's weird. So... If that's the truth, if those people have the pulse, I don't think so. I mean, there can't it can't be right. It was one of them was Chris Sims, so <laughs> yeah. I get it. I don't know what you say, <laughs> but it's like if it does, if they see him falling and he goes and goes and goes and goes. I mean, why not? Let's do it, man. Now, when it comes to K State talk in the draft, we were going to do that today. We're going to save it to tomorrow because nobody from K State will be picked today. That is a day three type of discussion. But we don't have a show Saturday, so we'll talk cats on Friday. Guys, it's time for us to make some picks. Yeah! The fast food restaurant draft. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next. Here we go, the moment of truth. It is the 2022 fast food restaurant draft. It is our uh, annual draft. We always do a different subject. This year it is fast food restaurants. Here is the draft order. First round is myself. Second is DG, third is Big Steve, Troy is fourth, Sage is fifth, and it is a snake-style draft. So Sage will go back-to-back, picks five, and she'll lead off round one with pick six. We'll go back to normal for round three and back to reverse order for round four. So it's four rounds. We all get four picks apiece. And we'll put our uh, teams up on Twitter later on and let the folks decide who did the best job. I'm... I'm nervous. I don't know why. I'm so nervous right now. I, I'm going to die. First, right in the face and everything. I know, there. dude. I'm First so time for Big Steve and Sage in uh, dress, but uh, it's time to settle the rumors. Yes. Rumors have been out there all day long about who I'd be selecting. First overall, so it's time to announce <sighs> McDonald's was in with trade with trade options. I, you know, had all kinds of people talking, man. Without further ado, yes. the draft is now officially open. Mitch Fortner is on the clock. And here we go. <laughs> With the first pick of the 2022 fast food draft, I select Whataburger. Oh! I saw that coming. I'm tell you right now, uh, I love this kid uh, out of Texas. He's got great burgers, great breakfast. Uh, got a well, lot of a tradition here. The flexibility is just outstanding. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny that you guys went that direction because <laughs> <laughs> this kid he's a, he's coachable. His parents were also uh, fast food locations, and uh, this guy could be a bear fit for this franchise. <laughs> Whataburger selected first overall. Guys, this should come as no surprise. It has everything you'd want from a fast food joint. Some say this is the Patrick Mahomes of fast food world. So much so, Mahomes himself is bringing 30 Whataburger restaurants to Kansas and Missouri. Yeah! Now, guys, you might remember Whataburger started as a late-round draft pick in the 50s, a mom-and-pop place out of Corpus Christi, Texas, but it worked its way up to a first-round pick, producing some big numbers, expanding its game to nearly 900 restaurants throughout the South. It has poise and confidence with the Whataburger patty mount and 
honey barbecue chicken strip yeah. sandwich. It is a real true leader. And my personal favorite, the sweet and spicy bacon burger. Let me tell you about this guy, Spicy Ketchup. <laughs> That's a really good. Hey, no don't hyper. interrupt me. A real franchise player with his french fries and onion rings, really good balance with the breakfast menu, can cut on a dime. With the taquito with cheese, really goes beast mode with the honey butter chicken biscuit. Slips and dips with the signature condiments, Mahomes loving spicy ketchup, a real ankle breaker with the jalapeno ranch, and breaks tackles with the honey mustard. Just has that ick factor, guys. With the chocolate malt, the Dr. Pepper shake, always keeps pushing, keeps the wheels turning with being open 24-7. If there was a Whataburger in Manhattan, would completely change the fast food game in the Little Apple. Whataburger goes number one overall, guys. Wow, that was impressive. Well done, well done. Bravo. That was very There's impressive. A tear in my eye. Yeah. For the record, we're not doing that with every pick. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. Please no. I <laughs> have a 50 second pick. Yeah. All right. <laughs> DG, you're you on tell the clock. Who really spent time on this That's today. Right. Okay. For my second pick, this is going to be controversial. Uh, this could be considered a reach, but this is number one for my team with the second pick in the 2022 1350 KMAN fast food draft. I, David Garcia, select. Taco Bell, number two. The California Kid from 1962. Tacos, burritos, quesadillas, nachos, specialty items, and plus the always vaunted value menu. How is a guy by the name of Garcia picking Taco Bell? (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Don't you you even worry about it. Taco Bell was second on my big board. Really? Really? Okay, okay, okay. That's good. Fourth. Big Steve. Big Steve is on the clock. First round, third pick overall. Well, with the 2022 third draft pick, White Castle. Wow. Wow. White Castle. Wow. Okay. I had it, I've had it like three or four times because like there's not one anywhere close. Closest one, I had to look it up today, Columbus, Missouri. Hmm. Which is a long drive. Yeah, there's not one. It started in Kansas. No longer has a location in we Kansas. Need to, we need That's to work on that. Get it back. A bit weird, but I was not expecting White Castle to be a first-round draft pick. No, sir. That is a bit of a shocker. Troy Coverdale is on the clock. With the fourth pick of the 2022 fast food draft, I pick Wingstop. Wow! Wingstop! I did not have that one. Okay. This... First round has been a wing stopper. A show stopper. <laughs> a show stopper, wing stopper. Oh my. Get ready for the wing stopper. Yes. Here comes the wing All right, stopper. we're almost done with the first round. I went Waterburger. DG went Taco Bell. White Castle for Big Steve. Troy with wing stop. Now we go to Sage Williams to make her first pick. All right, for the uh, fifth pick of the 2022 fast food draft. I picked Raisin Cane's. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Raisin Cane's off the board. Your first round goes Whataburger, Taco Bell, White Castle, Wingstop, and Raisin Cane's is off the board. Now we go to the second round. It's Stink Style. We go in reverse order. Sage, you're back on the clock with your second pick. 
All right, for my the sixth pick of the 2022 fast food draft, I picked one I feel like wasn't going to get picked. Mm. Um, Jimmy John's. Oh, I yeah. like Jimmy John's. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, we're all writing because we got to make adjustments here on our boards. So Sage goes back to back. Raising Cane's and Jimmy John's, very, very popular places. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Absolutely. So not a bad start there for Sage. But that means Troy is now back on the board. He has Wingstop and what comes second. With the seventh pick in the 2022 game <laughs> fast food draft, Qdoba. Ah. Qdoba gets scooped before Chipotle. That is a bit of a surprise. All right, Qdoba is off the board. Big Steve is back on the clock. With the eighth 2022 fast food restaurant draft pick, Wendy's. Wow. Solid. Man, there's like... There are some restaurants still out there that I'm a bit surprised. Wendy's was dead last on my big board. Really? Wow. Really? I love Dave's Famous Burger. Um, I guess I'm up next. Yeah, you're up next. This is the second to last pick of the second round. This is like Kayvon Thibodeau dropping all the way down to 15 to 16. No kidding. (laughs) I'm taking with the, what is it? One, two, three, four. Ninth. Ninth. Pick in the 2022 fast food draft. I'm taking Chipotle, man, yeah. every day, Saw baby. <sighs> I was hoping you may skip over it because no. you already had Taco Bell. I, I know. It's like, hey, and I got two, you know, see, two fast guys. See, see this at least fits a little more with Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> and now I got two. I'm, I need two. I mean, Chipotle's still kind of Tex-Mex. Yeah, sure. I know. Sure. And, you know, Taco was authentic Mexican, so. So now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going back to back here, so I'm going to finish up the second round. But I got to—I'm th- on the clock here. I got to think for a second because this is all weird. I, there's so many restaurants still out there that I was—I'm surprised did not go early. Hmm. All right, here we go. I'm ready. All right, with the tenth pick of the 2022 the game fast food restaurant draft, I select Popeyes. Oh man. Underrated. I love Popeyes. God, I love Popeyes. Come on. Popeyes is off the board. Solid pick. Hmm. Man. All right. I'm ready. Here we go. Going to break it down right now. We're on to the third round. So I have Whataburger and Popeyes, DGS Taco Bell and Chipotle, Big Steve with White Castle and Wendy's, Troy with Qdoba and Wingstop, Sage has Raising Cane's and Jimmy John's. To kick off the third round, third out of four, with the 11th pick in the game, 2022 draft. Thank God we're not doing two minutes. Fast food style. (laughs) I select Five guys. Oh, good pick. Snuck it in. Good pick. Five guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. Okay, so mine's still out there. Well, <laughs> DG, who has Tonko Bell and Chipotle, is now on the clock okay. with his third pick. With the third pick in the uh, or in the twelfth pick. There you go. In the twenty twenty two fast food draft. I'm taking Mr. Goodsense. Oh, you give would do me that Mr. To me. Goodsense all day long. Hmm. Big Steve is on the clock. Big Steve has White Castle and Wendy's so far. 
with the 13th draft pick of the Where's 2022 the fast food draft. We're going Arby's. Oh, very That's nice. a good pick. Very good. Very good. Never a first rounder. But picked up in the late rounds, yeah, no doubt. Always pick, and then you go, this guy's got potential for first round. You know, mm-hmm. you never want to give him first round money, though, because it just it never works out. It's a great pick, though. Troy so far has Qdoba, Wingstop. What is pick number three? We are in the third round, 14th overall. With the 14th selection in the game, Fast Food Draft 2022. <laughs> Zaxby's. Wow. Oh. Zaxby's. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I've never. Been, I don't think I've ever been to a Zaxby's. Me either. I've heard great things. Is it They're one of, stellar? Is it a? Is it one of those places that sells a lot of everything? It no. It is just as raising canes in raising canes is, except that uh, you add in sandwich. Ah. They are chicken, and that is their bread and butter. I did. I Funny did enough, I was half tempted to put it on my pick list. I'm See? like, you know what? See? Mm-hmm. Sage will finish out her draft right now. She has back-to-back picks, but Sage so far has Raising Canes and Jimmy John's, and she'll finish up the third round right now. For the 15th pick of the fast food draft, I picked, uh, for the breadsticks alone, Fazoli's. Ah, <laughs> My wife salutes you. Yeah. I've never been. What? I, I don't even know how to spell Fazoli's. it. It's okay, it's I've never what, been either. F-A-Z-O-L-I-S. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's okay, Mitch. I've never been Where do you been find either. Fazoli's? Wichita has one, I mm-hmm. know. Uh, does Topeka? I think I think they do. Well, so I'm from Hutch. We used to have a Fazoli's right. for a long time, and then they just closed very suddenly. No one expected it. <laughs> no! Sage will right now again. wrap up her draft. This is it for Sage. Big pick here. Yeah. She's on the clock. For the the 16th pick of the fast food draft. I was really I was between two. One is very risky and the other is very safe. I I kind of want to take a risk yeah. with this risk, one. Risk. Roll the, risk. Roll the dice. It's very unexpected. Auntie Anne's. And the, oh, the, the, pretzel. the pretzel place. Wow. That's something that I feel like everybody stops at in the mall. That's just a place you go to. You wow. know what I mean? So yes. That's my risk take right there. I've always called it just aunties. It's Auntie Anne's. Right. Yeah. That's okay. it. Yep. Mm. Wow. Again, my wife salutes you. <laughs> I, went, I, went, I was coming back from uh, the trip in California with the baseball team. The only place open in DFW was... Annie Ann's. I got a big old thing of. It was actually mini uh, the the uh, like pigs in a blanket. Yes, them babies. Delicious. Are good. Yeah, their lemonade is really good too. Oh, so, good. all right. So Sage finishes out. Uh, we'll, we'll go after the teams. After, we'll go over the teams when we're done. Let's get Troy's last pick. With the seventeenth overall selection in the game's twenty twenty two fast food draft, Freddy's. Ooh, That's a good uh, one. Solid. Very solid. Freddy's was uh, right in the middle of my big board. That was my next pick. Oh, and now a I got to change How about this that. Up? So Big Steve going in a different direction. Steve's been going all beef, burger, burger, <laughs> <laughs> Arby's. <laughs> big Steve, you ready? I You're on am the clock. ready. All right, I'm ready. Go ahead. All right, with the 18th, 2022, the game KMAN fast food draft pick. Someone looks at me bitterly over here. We're switching things up. KFC. Aha. Uh-huh. Man, you have McDonald's, 
You have yeah. um, Chick-fil-A still out there. Holy cow. What mm-hmm. else? Is, a, lot of, a lot of big ones that's still out there with two picks left. We should have done like 10 rounds. Can oh, we come just go on. ahead? Can we just go? Yeah, if you want to talk for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Two picks left. DG, what is your uh, what's your final pick? I just can you so so we said clarified that pizza is yes fast food. Yeah, is okay. I'm just I'm, I got to do it. Got to go with the classic. With the 19th pick in the 2022 Manhattan Broadcasting's 1350 KMAN. Hey, the game fast food draft. I'm picking Pizza Hut because nobody, and I mean nobody. Out pizzas the hut. I'm you, not a, you okay? I'm not a Pizza Hut fan, really. Whoa! Not really a big fan. I like their like the pastas. Right. Those are pretty solid. Um, I just love stuffed crust pizza. I mean, as a fat guy. But Papa John's has started to do that. Little Caesars has a uh, like a pepperoni and cheese stuffed crust. So like it's pepperoni and cheese in the crust. I know. I think that out pizzas the hut, man. No, my heart just winces. Think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My kneecaps broke by pizza. Man, it's just you know, Little Caesars, like nice try, but you know, just hey, stick with the five dollar. The five dollar ready. What else do you want? Come on. Um, yeah, I am really shocked at like there, there's no Chick Fil A or Chick Fil A still out there. I will not be picking Chick Fil A. I will so, not be picking McDonald's. No Mickey's. No Subway. Uh, I do have Subway on my big board, but it's way down there. Hmm. It is way down there. And I think I want to avoid another burger. I have two burger places on my list. Yeah, I think I might try to avoid that. Boy, I, I have the last pick of the draft, guys. I have so many directions I could go with. So much pressure. Oh, man. I, and there's one route I, I, I'm kind of leaning to. There's two places I'm leaning towards. There, 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 there's locations here in Manhattan for both of them. One location each, as far as I know. Might be one in the Union. I can't remember. Man, this is tough. I got two. I got to flip a coin here. Just do. I feel like I know which way he's I, I think I now. do too, and I just think you should go with that one. Just do it. Take the risk, man. Yeah. Well, there's no risk. I mean, I think they're both pretty popular here. I'm... All right. All right, here we go. I'm going to do it. With the last pick of the 2022 The Games Fast Food Draft, I select Panda Express. Yep. There you go. That. I, almost, I almost picked that one. As soon as he said, I think there's one in the New Union, I'm like, yeah. I bet you that's Panda. Yep. They All just right. have been having trouble keeping up with stuff. You know, every time I go there, they're out of something. Right. And so okay. then my, my wife, wife shares your pain. Yeah, every my time. wife gets every mad time. at me. Well, the other one I was debating with was Fire, uh, Firehouse Subs. Ah, so, oh, okay. I yeah. almost went that direction, but somebody, I was like, you know, we don't really have a Panda Express out there. So uh, to recap, I went Whataburger, Popeyes, Five Guys, Panda Express. Troy, what did you go with? I had... Uh, Wingstop, Qdoba, Zaxby's, and Freddy's. DG? Taco Bell, Chipotle, Mr. Good Sense, and a Pizza Hut to top it off. Big Steve? I went White Castle, Wendy's, and then I went Arby's and KFC. And Sajay? I went Raising Cane's, Jimmy John's, Fazoli's, and Auntie Anne's. All right, so I'll either, I don't know if I'll get them up during the break, but Shortly, I will get these picks up on Twitter, and tomorrow we will decide 
who had uh, the best draft. I think I can already tell you right now the overwhelming response will be Mitch got the best picks. Um, but I just want to say that's BS. Okay. <laughs> It's rigged again, it's right? It's rigged. He went first. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll take a timeout. And coming up next, that's going to wrap it up for our fast food draft. It's our number one song of the day. From 1990, Blaze of Glory by John Bon Jovi, one week at number one. Singer, songwriter, guitarist, actor from Perth Amboy, New Jersey. I think that's how you say that's it. That's right. Yep. Say it? Okay. Yep. Uh, of course, he's known for being the front man for Bon Jovi, formed in 83, if you couldn't guess. He was once ranked one of the most influential rockers in the music business, uh, one of the sexiest rock stars by People Magazine. And he was also the founder of the Arena League team, the Philadelphia Soul. I'll co-owned it with Ron Jaworski. Oh, nice. Are they still in business? No. 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 The league is not. Thank you went very much. Went under little. in 2019. <laughs> the whole league went under in 2019. Even John Bon Jovi couldn't save him. <laughs> Sorry. Now... Listen, man. This isn't a Bon Jovi segment. This is a John Bon Jovi right? segment as a solo artist. Two albums, four top 40 hits, hmm. only number one. Blaze of Glory is from John Bon Jovi's debut solo studio album. Blaze of Glory. Trying to remember if this was, this wasn't Young Guns, was it? Young Guns 2. two. From Young Guns 2, starring Emilio Estevez, Lou Diamond Phillips, Kiefer Sutherland. Not going to go over the whole film. Uh, well, to me, it's a classic, yeah. but uh, 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. So is just the OG Young Guns, <clears throat> the first one. Yeah, neither were very good Westerns. Well, Charlie Sheen, I, I, hey, I love him. 
Did you see the size of that John Wayne, chicken? John Wayne eats your heart out. Yeah. Now, I I believe the first one, Charlie Sheen was in the first one. He wasn't yes. in the second Correct. one, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but this is uh, was made for Young Guns 2. Uh, it was allegedly recorded because Emilio Estevez wanted, wanted Dead or Alive to be the theme of Young Guns 2, but... Bon Jovi was like, nah, it just, the, the lyrics don't quite make sense. This is about us being on the road all the time, not about a Western. So he came up with Blaze of Glory. The rumor was he just wrote it down on a napkin and presented it to the uh, folks there for Young Guns, too. They're like, yeah, let's uh, let's roll with it. <laughs> and he was like, okay, fine. Let's see here. So he actually ended up recording his whole album inspired by Young Guns, too. It also featured on the album um, Elton John. Little Richard was on it as well. Now, playing guitar, slide guitar in this song, what you're hearing right now, Jeff Beck. Nice. And, and not done there. Also on the track, playing bass guitar, none other than Randy Jackson. Wow. Little, uh, little, uh, short lived, uh, wow. Supergroup. That's the, yeah, I'm trying really, to I mean, they should have went on tour. Because, uh, for the theme out of Young Guns, he did it with Richie Sambora. Actually, did it with you know, so you could call it a half Bon Jovi. But it was a half Jovi. Re- yeah, it was released under John's name. Well, this song was nominated but did not win the Oscar for Best Original Song in '91. It went to Madonna's "Sooner or Later" from the movie Dick Tracy. Hmm. Okay, I've not seen it. Oh, you've never seen Dick Tracy? I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. That's another low-rated one on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, they did. Uh, his band did get back together to perform at the Academy Awards. He did win a Golden Glove for Best Original Song, so he got a little something out of it. This is a great song, you know. It's really good. It's good stuff. But I, I really don't like John Bon Jovi. I'm not a big Bon Jovi fan. I think I just got burnt out on him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I am down with Bad Medicine. I think that's a good groove, but like Wanted Dead or Alive, you, you know, the they're you know, living on a prayer. I mean, yeah, I know. I'm sick of that song. I know, me too. Me too. I'm over it. Um, and it's just like, you know, they just, there's like Motley Crue, you know, they'd go and drink and like beat people up and like Bon Jovi, like they totally called the cops. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Were, they were narcs. <laughs> yeah, they would be like, no, hey. Like, oh, my dad's a lawyer, you know, that kind of stuff. Nikki Six is in the room next door having a party. <laughs> John Bon Jovi's he's calling in a noise complaint. <laughs> yeah. Nikki Six is dying that in was, the other room and then yeah. John Bon Jovi's like, I'll give him up the mouth. It just I don't know. Just lame kinda. But this is cool. And young guns. I mean that was the coolest ever. Um but I think yeah. I like him so much because I watched him as a kid. Yeah. And I was really into it. Yeah. Young Guns. Oh yeah. I want to say kid, I was probably 11 or 12, the first time I saw him is on like TBS or something uh, randomly. I was like, oh my God. I, know the, I recognize these people. Man, he was awesome in that movie. That Charlie Sheen guy, he was in Lucas. See, that's one of those things. My my dad was big on making sure that I was well-educated in the spaghetti westerns. Uh, oh, yeah. So you saw Young Guns and you go, yeah, right. Uh-huh, exactly. Every one of these guys is a hunk. You know what I mean? Like, old westerns, there were ugly people in the westerns. Did I ever tell you my Emilio Estevez story? No. I, I think I have. Maybe Emilio. I haven't. My last day at the Stern Show, I'm literally walking out on my last day. Here comes Emilio Estevez and Martin Sheen walking right next to me. 
and they're in their, they're in both in suits and in aviator sunglasses oh, on the 38th nice. floor of 1221 Avenue, the Americas. So they're inside. Oh, not and still, still wearing there. their aviators. And I'm like, and I, I, I said hey to Emilio as he walked by. Didn't say a word. Yeah, didn't even like, look at me. He was that. too cool. Yeah, he was too cool. He was white hot at that. Well, no, you were. Now this is twenty. This is ten years ago. Oh, so he was. Yeah. I don't know what they could have been promoting at the blue time. Blue cold. That he's probably some tell-all book. You know. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be perfectly honest. Uh, Martin Sheen has been white hot forever. Yeah. The boys know. Yeah. The book Emilio and Martin would write together is about Charlie. <laughs> yeah. What it's like to deal with this guy. One time I sold Charlie. Yeah. I about cussed. Like a bad word, too. Bad, bad word. All right. Um, you know what? Sage, you know what? Get us out when we need to get out. If DG is ready to uh, roll on with... You keep this rolling, actually. I if think you want I to. Got, yeah. This until be, it's over. Yeah. Uh, for today's uh, Ask K-Rocker 1350 KMAN... Um, guess what, guys? Um, what's your comfort TV show? The kind no episode gets boring. Well, I mean, The Office is a good go-to. Now it's just on religiously on Comedy Central. Yes. It's like a lot of t- uh, channels out there. They've turned into a marathon channel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Ridiculousness is a great example on MTV. Um, th- that's a really good one, but I would have to say like my ultimate comfort show, like going back to my childhood, Home Improvement. Ooh. Good call. Very, very good call. I like that. Archer. Ah, you're a big Archer guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Archer's yeah. one I never really have, I don't think I've really given a chance. Yeah, it's funny. But it's all right. H. John Benjamin is hilarious. Well, so mine, I mean, it's kind of a kid's show, but I still love it. Avatar The Last Airbender. Aww. When I turn that on, it just makes me feel nice. Oh, uh, curl up and watch. You remember the Avatar movie? We don't talk about that. See, <laughs> what's funny about that is like I actually enjoyed it, but like people don't enjoy it. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, I'm way on the She's talking about the Airbender. You're talking about the blue people. No, like there was air. He was bending some air. I looked but, like he was. Yeah. Well, no. Um, I'll tell you what, Family Guy. I lo- I still watch Family Guy to this day in Office, of course. A new one cropping up right now, Bar Rescue. Me and the wife. Oh, I just wow. into yeah. some Bar Rescue. I'll be honest with you. I watched the hell out of Bar Rescue. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've recorded every episode. I have oh, it on my DVR. That's great. I, I'll add another. One. So Home Improvement. When I was down <laughs> in New Orleans, there were like two channels on this TV. And one of them was called Laugh. It was just L-A-F-F. And it was yes. just constant home improvement. That's the first time I've seen reruns in years. Wow. Anywhere. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go out. <laughs> it's one of those HD sub channels. Yeah. I- there, <laughs> there was also another channel that was all Westerns. But I don't remember what it was called. Grit. I gotta get Grit. That's it. That's exactly I it. I gotta get Grit and Laugh Exactly. Like, my dad watched the hell out of Grit. Um... Would you date a like? Let's say nobody's married, nobody's got any boyfriends, girlfriends. Would you date a person knowing that all their exes are dead? <laughs> I mean, Sage is about to great fall question. Over Sage, it is a thinker. You got one. Sage what is, is this question? <laughs> sure, yeah, I guess. You would? Oh, well, hell like, no. what did they die from? I don't understand what the context oh, of this is. Oh yeah, that's exactly. Well, no, that's here's right. the real you question. Don't know the context. It's, it's not about the context. Here's the real question. Exactly how many X's do they have? Ooh, yeah. Okay, let's put it in. Like, if we're talking, four. like, four. I mean, that's still kind of four a high number for to be dead. And, and, well, well, let's be and, real. Are they are they being murdered by this person? That's the question you have to ask I, I mean, let's, let's be honest. If they're of a certain age having four dead X's... <laughs> 
is just kind of a, a part of life. You're 82. <laughs> you're like, I expect them to be dead. I don't even know what you're talking about. Is this person from Texas? <laughs> that's a lame That's yeah, a lame joke. But it's still good. It's still good. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Do we have time for Oh, I was thinking one? all my exes live in Texas. I, I, yes. was, going, yeah, I was going Texas Chainsaw I, Massacre, live buddy. Te- live, quote, unquote, not quite, guys. Uh, what celebrity birthday would you like to attend if you could attend one? Uh, I've heard Jimmy Kimmel throws insane like parties and like the highest of the highest celebs all show up for this. Yeah, I mean that would be really interesting does to mingle inc- in that room. Does he include trampol- trampolines with girls? I hope so. <laughs> I mean, the man show, would, yes. Redux show was awesome. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. Ooh. Just because he's loaded? Just yeah. because it would be just a fun sing-along night all the way around. Yes. Yeah. You know, you want to say a rich guy, but if you went to like Elon Musk's birthday, it'd be weird. Oh, no. It'd be like robots and stuff. I, I'll, I'll throw another one out there. Adam Sandler, because yeah, I, I think, you know, maybe some basketball would be played. I'd love to play basketball. That would kill be me, cool. but Sage? Probably Jim Carrey. He seems pretty nice he and does. awesome. He does. Um, I'm going to go with... Um, B. Arthur, I would go back in time and celebrate her birthday. She's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Um, time do we have? Are we? Yeah, are we almost like thirty-ish seconds? Okay. I want to say quickly. Shout out to the K State football social media. They had that first video with the uh, the two cornerbacks on campus. Now they've got the the long snapper and the holder where people are kicking the ball. And- long snapper holder, same person. Yes, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, no. You're, no, you're right. Long, long snapper, snapper and you're, holder. You're right. yep. I was thinking something else. They Sorry. are doing a great job. Keep the keep up the good work. Those are so fun. Really fun. Sorry to ruin your bit there. Yes, you're, good, you're right. You're long you're snapper good. and holder were both there, and you were the kicker. I wish yes. I was there to see it and also maybe uh, participate myself. All right. We're, <laughs> looks like a full show tomorrow. So. Yeah. Uh, for Sage, DG, Troy, Mitch, and Big Steve, we're out.